Welcome to the Shy Girls Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Becky Smith, mom to four boys, obsessed with chocolate, a life coach and a fitness professional. I'm here to teach you that being an introvert, quiet or shy is not a character flaw that you can let go of self-hate and choose to be comfortable with yourself exactly as you are, that you can focus on your unique strengths, gifts, and talents while striving for a fit mind and body. Hello and welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Things are starting to open up in Arizona to where things feel a little more normal or almost normal. Next week, group fitness starts up at my gym. I'm not teaching yet, but I will be able to take classes and I'm super excited about that. So on that note of group fitness, you often heard me talk about the joy of movement and what good things movement does for our mind and body. So today I asked a friend, and she's also a coworker, and she's a neighbor, to come on and talk about the benefits of one of the exercises that I enjoy that really helps me to feel the joy of movement, and that is yoga. So today I have asked asked Ashley Bluth to come on and talk to us a little bit about yoga. So enjoy our conversation. Ashley, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Thanks for doing this. You're welcome. Would you mind introducing yourself? Sure. I'm Ashley Bluth. I was raised in Minnesota, lived there for over 20 years, and I have four kids. Oldest is almost 15. I fast. (laughs) Youngest is seven, almost eight. And we live here in Verado in Arizona. I went to school at BYU, Idaho. And that's where I met my husband. And we moved here after he was done with school. And that's where we've been ever since here in hot Arizona. Okay. All right. So one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is because you teach yoga. Right, right, right. And um, can you just tell us the story of how you got into yoga? It's kind of a long story. Okay. So here's your story. (laughs) (laughs) So when we moved here, actually before we moved to where we're, this neighborhood we're in now, we lived in Surprise and I was taking and then teaching classes for a bunch of moms at a gym, not at the gym, at the church actually. And I did that for four years and I taught all different levels. Yoga was one of them. But it was very amateur. If I went back now and like looked at myself teaching that yoga class, it was it was sad because I didn't know anything about it. But you have to start somewhere. You have to start somewhere, <laughs> yes. And I did step aerobics and we did weights and all sorts of things. And then we moved here and I started going to a gym and it had kickboxing and it had yoga and all sorts of things. But then the gym closed and I had nowhere else to go, but one of the ladies that was doing the yoga classes, she decided to teach out of her casita in her backyard and have a kid's yoga class. And because, and only because she had kid's yoga, I decided to do it because I had little kids at the time and I didn't know where to put them. So I started going to her yoga classes and the kids went to her kid's yoga. And then she wanted to open up her own studio 
and she wanted to kind of handpick her own teachers. So she asked me if I would be a teacher and I had to think about it because it was a lot of training. So I said, okay. And I went through the training, which was, it was 200 hours, but it took four months of training. And I feel like I got really good training from this studio, but that's where it started where it was kind of like, I had nowhere else to go for working out and this place had kids, kids classes and I kind of got sucked into it and then I just fell in love with it. So that's where my yoga journey began. Okay. All right. So tell me, since you've been doing it, um, how long now? Like six or seven years? Yeah. I mean, if you count when I was doing my amateur longer than that. yoga, it'd be like 12 years, okay. but uh, I've been certified for what, six years now. Okay. Yeah. So what is the best part about being a yoga teacher? I would say hearing other people tell me that their bodies feel better or that they're, it was like the best part of their day. You're like, I'm so glad I came today. It's the best part of my day. Yeah. And hearing people just that I'm improving their well being or just even just their day. Okay. That's the fair part. So we got to go to the other side of the coloring though. What's the worst part? <laughs> worst part. I was thinking about this the other day and like really the worst part would just be working for somebody else and like the politics of being in a gym or being at a studio and having a boss, like you don't always see eye to eye and you have your way of doing things and their way of doing things. So that would only be the worst part. Okay. So what are some common misconceptions that you hear from people about yoga? I think it's a lot more mainstream than it used to be, but there are still people that are like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm not flexible enough for yoga, right? What, what are things you hear? Um, I can't touch my toes. That's, that's the first thing I hear when I tell people that I'm a yoga teacher. They say, I can't even touch my toes. Like, you don't have to touch your toes to do yoga. But I think when I first started doing yoga, I had the misconception that there was only one kind of yoga. I thought just yoga was yoga and that was it. And I didn't know that there was restorative yoga. There's yin yoga. There's ashtanga yoga. There's vinyasa. There's slow flow. There's gentle. Like there's so many different kinds and they each do different things. I just thought yoga was yoga. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes people say they don't like yoga. Well, maybe they don't like that kind that they saw one time or tried one time and they don't know that there's so many different kinds. Yeah. It's like there's not just one kind of way to exercise. There's different kinds to do yoga as well. Yeah. So just try different kinds and see. Try different what the kinds. Fit yeah. Is. Yeah. Some people still think it's a little woo woo sometimes <laughs> too, right? And it could be. Depending on the teacher. Depending on the teacher. I am not the kind of teacher that's woo woo. Yeah. <laughs> woo woo. Um, I. I don't dive deep into um, talking about chakras and the mind a whole lot. Mm -hmm. I, I focus more on alignment in the body and the breath and how the body's supposed to feel and kind of just focusing more on the movement versus the crystals and, uh, <laughs> and that part of it. And that part of it. That's not me. Okay. Yeah. So you mentioned the breath. Why is the breath so important? So I find that when you use your breath in yoga practice, there's different kinds of, to breathe, different kinds of ways to breathe. But what I tend to teach is the ujjayi breath, where you breathe in and out through the nose. And I know in some like 
most fitness classes, you want to breathe out through the mouth. Mm -hmm. You breathe in through the nose and you breathe out through the mouth, right? But in yoga, you try to keep the heat inside the body. And when you breathe in and out through the nose, you're keeping the core hot and keeping your, your breathing helps regulate everything else in the body. So your mind will be a little bit clearer. Your body will be a little bit more open because you're getting hot. Um, some people do the external heat, like the Bikram yoga as well, but um, those just, are hard. Those are hard. <laughs> those are hard classes. In just my regular uh, warm, not hot yoga classes, we do the ujjayi breath. Yeah. Okay, and it's important for it to be warm for the muscles. It'll ha- yeah. I, I have taught classes where it's cold outside, and we just try and focus on the breath even more in those kind of classes so that you can heat up the body. Okay. Because working with cold muscles, you can pull something that's a little bit more dangerous. I'd okay. Say, I'd say. Okay. So what about you personally? Um, how has yoga changed you or what have you learned from it? Over 12 years, like you're saying, you, you can see progress in yourself mm-hmm. for sure. What else? Um, as far as me personally, I'd say I've learned not to be afraid in big groups of people. Like, okay. It used to be very intimidating to teach a class to a big group of people, people that I don't know. They're all strangers. They all have they come from different walks of life and they're all staring at me, right? So I've learned to like grow my voice. When I first started teaching my instructors, what do I say? Talk louder, speak up. I thought I was, I thought (laughs) I was talking loud, but yeah, I've learned to speak up and um, be more confident in speaking in groups of people. Sometimes it's still intimidating. Um, if it's different than my usual class, okay. if I'm going somewhere else or I'm subbing for somebody and yeah. it's new people, it can be a little bit intimidating. But for the most part, um, I feel like I've, I've gained more confidence. Okay. So what do you think is intimidating about it? Is it like you don't know their injuries? You don't know their bodies? Or is it just the, the judgment? The, I was going to say the judgment. It's the judgment. <laughs> the it's, judgment. It's that fear, that public speaking. People are watching you. They're looking at you. They're looking at your body because um, that's what you do. Like I'm sure everyone else has done it. When you take a class, you look at the instructor and be like, okay, they should be like excelling really at this yeah. because they are teaching it, right? And, yeah. And that's not always the case. And I've also learned to not pass judgments okay. on others when I go to their classes. Like their body may not look uh, picture perfect, but they can run uh, miles around me, you know, or drop down in the splits. Or right, like, like, super flexible. Like you'd be surprised. So, and that goes with my own students too. I have people walk into class, and in the beginning, I would assume that they are a certain way or could do a certain thing. And then they suppress my expectations and surprise me. So I've learned to to not uh, pass judgment on those coming in and those I take classes from. Okay. So speaking of people in your class, have you had any success stories or people that yoga has yeah. changed them? Um, I've had a couple of people come up where I was thinking of one person or two people in particular, but one person was saying that they would come to my classes weekly and in the beginning would have a really hard time with their, their, their back was very stiff and it almost got worse when they started doing yoga. And then once they kind of broke past that point of doing it for a little while, then their back started getting better. And Mm -hmm. he would notice that he said, you know, 
he'd play basketball and get injured all the time. And he says, once I started doing yoga, like it started hurting and then it started getting better. He's like, and then it started feeling really good. And that happens sometimes where body's not used to it. Okay. And so sometimes things feel painful when we're not used to doing these movements. And then the more you do them, your body loosens up, your body gets used to it and it gets stronger. Yeah. And he got stronger. And then he noticed when he stopped doing it, it got worse again. And I have another lady actually during this quarantine, I, she was one of my private clients and I did a video for her and I just, I love hearing from, from clients when they enjoy things, but she was in lockdown and she couldn't leave where she was at. So she asked for a video so she could do it. And she said she was doing it every day and just was the best part of her day because she could do yoga at home on her own. And it was a special class just for her. Yeah. So with that gentleman with the back Mm -hmm. issue, um, it's just interesting to note that it is like that where things get harder at first yeah. and you kind of have to break through yes. that barrier yes. and just keep being consistent. And I think a lot of people quit too yeah. when they feel that like discomfort, they feel sore. Yeah. I had one friend come with me to a yoga class once and we were both taking the class and I'm like, oh, let's do it again next week. And I, I messaged her for the next week and she's like, I am still sore from that first class. And she's like, so I can't come. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, no, you got to keep coming because you're going to continue to be sore. You're going to continue to be in pain if you don't break past that that point. You got to work out while you're while you're sore. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and, and it can go in a lot of things in life, yes. right? <laughs> that the being uncomfortable is where the growth happens. That's where the growth happens. I say there's a difference between being uncomfortable and being in pain. Yeah, you don't necessarily want to be in pain in class because we all have different bodies and pain is telling you something. Mm-hmm. But being uncomfortable is just you just got to get through those moments. You breathe through it. That's what I tell them. You just got to breathe through those points of discomfort. Yeah, I like from that movie Holes that where the guy would say, you know, they're talking about the kids digging holes all day, and yeah. he's like, it's good for you. It builds your character. <laughs> That's what I think of when I'm uncomfortable. It's good for you. Builds character. Builds character. Okay. So those are some good examples. Um, do you have any advice? Kind of gave like some here for people that new, new mm-hmm. newbies. I would say, so what one, so I have two things that people say to me when they find I'm a yoga teacher. One was I can't touch my toes. And the other is I can't sit still. And I said, well, you haven't taken my class yet. Cause we don't sit still. I mean, we have, there's always those quiet moments in a yoga class, but I would say don't get hung up on past experiences of yoga. Mm. And, you know, we always have, like I was saying in the beginning, there's so many different kinds of yoga. And maybe you thought it was one way and you don't know that there's all these other different kinds. Like I said, I didn't know when I first started. And you just find what works for you. There's, I teach Ashtanga. I teach Vinyasa. I teach Slow Flow. I teach Restorative and Gentle gentle and slow floor kind of same thing, but there's so many different kinds. So as a newbie, I would say explore different kinds and see maybe there's one out there that you resonate with. Mm -hmm. And do it more than once, right? Do it more than once. Get past (laughs) that uncomfortable point and do it more than once. And that's another thing people would say to me is they try it. I had one person say she hated it, hated it. And almost like left crying. I'm like, Oh (laughs) yeah. Thanks. See you later. Um, But then she came back. And that's also really hard to come back to something that you thought you hated. Yeah. And the second time she came, she loved 
it. Oh. And it was the same class because it was Ashtanga and it was the same class. And then she got hooked on it and then just kept doing it and felt so much better. But her body wasn't used to it in the beginning. And so it was saying no, 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 no the whole time. And so she just felt defeated and she couldn't do so many things. And that's the other thing. Like you see these people in classes doing amazing things Mm -hmm. and you think I can't do that. And you put yourself down, but everybody starts somewhere. Yeah. I couldn't do a lot of things when I first started. I, I fell all over the place. I had no balance. And balance also is one of those things that comes with time and just everything comes with time. I'd be patient. It's true. Yeah. And consistent. And consistent. Keep <laughs> coming. Yeah. Well, that's interesting that she would hate it and love it. And, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Ashtanga is interesting also too, because it's the same every time. It's the same every time. So you can maybe measure your progress in it a little more. That's what I like about it. Yeah. That you can see like, oh, I couldn't reach my toes at this one before. I couldn't reach my knee and now I can, or I couldn't bind my arm and now I can. And yeah, you can see your progress a bit better. Okay. So what what advice would you give to a new yoga teacher? Because that's a whole new kind of intimidating. It is. It is. Yeah, when I first started teaching, I was doing it in a friend's backyard. And that's what I would recommend to a new teacher is find people to teach. Because if you're not teaching anybody and then you just go and try and find a job, people aren't going to like you. Yeah. People aren't going to resonate with you because you're not familiar with teaching in front of a group of people. So get family, get friends, do it for free at first and just practice teaching in front of people and getting your voice. And by getting your voice, I mean figuring out how to word things, how to cue things. Um, yeah, being a, being a good yoga student is not the same thing as being a good yoga teacher because I can have phenomenal people taking my class, but they couldn't teach it. No, they're very different. <laughs> it's very different. So, yeah. 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 Teach in front of people. Okay. Good. Get the experience. So at the end of most of your classes, not all of them, but most of them, you say a phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was wondering if you would share what that phrase is and what it means to you and why you share it. Okay, I wrote it down. Um, it does say it was from a scripture, Mosiah 2.17. Now the whole, I don't say the whole scripture, but I say kind of towards the end that when you're in the service of your fellow beings, you're only in the service of your God. And so the story behind that, I would pray usually on my way to the gym, actually, because I was alone in my car. So I would just use that time to pray. And I would often pray about being an instrument in God's hands. I, I really wanted to serve, but Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to serve. I didn't know what that looked like for me. Like I'm not good at seeing people's needs. That's not a strength of mine. And so I'd always pray. And then I feel like every day I would feel like I didn't help anybody. I just went to work today and I came home and I'm home with my kids. I didn't help anybody today. Nobody came up to me like, Ashley, I need you. That's kind of what I was looking for, right? Like I was looking for this sign of someone coming up and like, I need you for this, or you helped me in this, or I have this problem, help me. That never happened. And one day I was reading a different scripture, which was 3 Nephi 12, 16. And it says, let your light so shine before this people that they may see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven. And I feel like I was glorifying myself and my own accomplishments and not allowing others to glorify God. Um, 
I realized that my gift from Heavenly Father was to teach. I didn't realize that like it's a t- it's a gift, it's a talent of mine that he gave me. Mm-hmm. And once I acknowledged that that came from him, the very next day I wasn't supposed to cry in your podcast. <laughs> we like crying. It's all good. The very next day, it was like an overwhelming influx of compliments and praises of how much they liked that class and it was just what they needed. Like when people say it was just what they needed, that's when I know that I was being an instrument. Mm. And like I had this one lady just come up and it was just, and I started getting teary eyed because I realized once I acknowledged where my gift was coming from, then I got more. Mm. Then that's when everybody was coming up to me and just, and the class was, I didn't feel like the class was any different. Mm-hmm. It was the same kind of class that I normally teach, but like just the next day when I'm like, okay, my gift came from God. I'm going to use that to help others. And then everybody's, I love that class so much. That was perfect. You said the exact right thing. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And I was, yeah, I was just blown away by the compliments and the heartfelt stories from my students. Oh, I love that. That is so. You didn't know that. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> well, I've had versions of that myself, right. you know, being yes. a fitness teacher and yes. stuff. But yeah, it, it's so easy to like get stuck in ourselves. And for me, it's always trying to be perfect because yes. mine's pre-choreographed choreography. Right. 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 But then when I step back and just, you know, let it flow. Let it flow through, <laughs> like you said. Yeah. And let it bless other people's lives. And yeah. it's not us. Mm-mm. And also, I liked how you said, you know, it's your way of serving. Yes. That it, serving doesn't have to be taking a casserole to people. No. <laughs> it doesn't have to be babysitting people's kids. It can be. But that our work, even though we get paid for it, is right. still, it's still service. service. Yes. And once I realized that, because, you know, I, I thought service had to look a certain way. I yeah. Thought, and I was looking for it that certain way. I'm like, well, I didn't help anybody today. And once I realized, and it was after I read that scripture, I'm like, wait, that's my gift. That's my talent. I'm really good at this and I can help others Yeah. in this way. Yeah. Okay. So, so good. So good. Like when I asked you, you were hesitant. Like, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I have nothing to say to you. <laughs> this was amazing. This is exactly what we needed to hear today. So Thank you so much for doing this, Ashley. And um, where can people find you in your yoga? You can find me. Well, I teach it when when they open up yes, again. Yes, when the world gets back to normal. I teach at EOS Fitness, the one in Avondale, Goodyear, and Surprise. I also teach a night class in Verado on Thursday nights at 6.30. And then I have a yoga group on Facebook called Yoga with Ashley B. The letter B is in boy. Okay, perfect. So check her out. I love her classes. I just took one yeah, this we morning. Just took one this morning. <laughs> so thank you so much, Ashley. You're welcome. If you like what you've heard, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And please tell a friend about the podcast. Also, take a moment and like and review me on iTunes. It helps others to find the podcast. And once again, thank you so much for listening and bye for now.